episode 36, chapter 4 of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Josh Havens. And I'm Chris Lamberth. And we're on a journey to learn what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship. We're glad you're joining us and hope that as you set aside this time for God, that he would help you grow today in the everyday moments of life. And today we're wrapping up our conversation with Trillian Newbell, author of Sacred Endurance. Trillian Newbell is the author of several books, and her writings on issues of faith, family, and diversity have been published in the Knoxville News Sentinel, Desiring God, True Woman, Christianity Today, and the Gospel Coalition. She's also a commentator for World Radio and has spoken at numerous conferences, churches, women's events, colleges, and seminaries. She's currently the Director of Community Outreach for the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission for the Southern Baptist Convention. In this chapter, we had the opportunity to ask Trillia some of our favorite questions about writing, how she approaches discipleship, and some of her favorite books. What we love about Trillia is that you can really tell her life's passion is all about discipleship and helping others run this race with endurance to the end. Because you've written so many other books, and um, I, I love talking with authors who've written as prolific, pro, as much as you have, I'll just say that. Um, what made this book project different than the other books that you've written? Um, that's a great question. I don't know that it is. It's it's different in the in. It's not. It's not that different. I I am. Um, I have a heart for discipleship, and so every book that I write is kind of aimed towards discipling and making disciples and. Um, and, and so I'm sharing stories that has, that have helped me. I'm trying to focus as faithfully as I can on scripture. And so the, the difference might be where the, the genres. So I've written a Bible study, which is not going to be the same as a trade book, which this is, um, it's, it's going to help the, the reader learn how to, open the text and read it themselves and, and dive in deeply. Um, and so that's, but I also wrote devotionals to go with it. And then I've written a kid's book, which again, <laughs> totally of a different genre, but it's all focused on discipleship, it, even if, even in the kid's book. So it's about the gospel and the church basic and, and the beauty of diversity um, and how God has made us all different and uniquely, but we're a family. And so, and so I guess, um, I would say even though a lot, I, even though my books are different in different topics, they all have the same general aim. And so that's kind of how I, I approach um, my writing. As a matter of fact, my, my um, blog, I have a blog website. My website, the little tagline says where faith and life collide. And that's where that's what I do, where faith and our lives collide, and I try to write about that. Yeah, you do a really good job of it too. Again, it comes across in your writing uh, so very well as just that that fellow struggler. And and again, it, it's obvious from looking and sampling any of your books that um, these are stories that you have actually experienced. So I, I like I like the way that you said that though. Right, your your aim with all of your books is the same. It's discipleship, how to make disciples or help other people become better disciples. Uh, but the topics are different. So with that, what is one of your biggest pet peeves to the way that we teach discipleship in the church today? 
Um, this you know is one I, of my favorite questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's a great question, but I don't. I've never thought what am I peeved about, or um, because I I don't know that I've ever been frustrated about how we disciple. I guess I would say if I had to think right off the top of my head, which is what I'm doing, <laughs> is um, we we try to make things a, way too complicated and way too formal. Discipleship, when I first became a Christian, happened at a woman invited me into her home and it happened at her kitchen sink. So it wasn't some kind of elaborate Bible study sitting together every Monday night at six o'clock. Those things are great. I teach a Bible study at 630 on Tuesday night. Those things are needed, but it's not the only way. A formal one-on-one meeting isn't the only way to disciple. And so discipleship happens in so many different contexts and different ways and in different seasons. And I think I don't I, I think we need to just make sure we're not over formalizing the way we make disciples. Another thing that might be a, a I think sometimes we 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 mix up discipleship and evangelism. So, yeah. How so? Well, yeah. So we think of, we think of Jesus and his disciples and he says, go and make disciples of all nations. And we kind of stop there. And so we think, okay, we need missionaries to go and evangelize. Mm -hmm. And we may, maybe not, we're not thinking about our neighbor. We're not thinking about our cities. We're thinking, okay, this is a big call to, for missions but the rest of that scripture says, go and make disciples of all nations, teaching them to obey all that I have commanded. And so we evangelize, but then we teach people to obey God's word. And so I think we can forget that there is a whole, it's a big, 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 big um realm, I guess. I, I don't know what of discipleship isn't just one or the other. It's both and. Mm -hmm. And so we need to evangelize and then you don't leave them off to their own. <laughs> they need to be plugged into a local community. And and so maybe my critique would be on short term mission trip. I don't know where where this is but but we need to make sure that there's there's a local church involved and there's some kind of community aspect so that they can be taught to obey God's word. So then that means that we need to equip ourselves to be equipping others and to teach God to teach what is what is God God's word says. How do we obey? Um and this is also a part of enduring in the faith, finishing that race. So so I and I think that there is a, a lack of um of real true discipleship teaching there's teaching people what does it mean to obey and walk faithfully walk out the tech the scriptures faithfully walk in a manner worthy of the gospel so so that to me i think this kind of um one or the other but not both and can mm -hmm. be uh, can can make our ministries less effective not that god can't use them because he can and he does but 
they're 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 really intermingled. Yeah, yeah. No, I absolutely agree. I, I think that um, I think that's a great way of uh, of putting that. It's not it's not either or. It's both and. There, it should be discipleship isn't just about the decision, but it becomes about. We like to say it's about the entire life, and that's why. Yeah. We want to build a lifestyle of discipleship because you're right. Discipleship can take place in many different ways in many different moments. And so um, what's important, though, is that all of our life is aimed at following Jesus. And, and, and that takes everything that we've talked about during this, this conversation. So um, I won't repeat all of that. Um, last two questions. Uh, if you could recommend or if you could require that every Christian read two books that aren't your own, because obviously everybody should read those, um, but two books that aren't your own, <laughs> what would they be and, and, and why? Uh, I wish I had this question ahead of time because every time I'm asked what people should read, yeah, I, I forget. <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm, Sometimes I'm I, I like I, to send these I, I questions think. ahead, but I like also to get people's, uh, you know, first reactions just because usually no, what it is, is it's what you're reading right now. But, uh, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, uh, what I'm reading about like entrepreneurial things at the moment. So, um, some of my first thoughts are, I, I really do think that, and this is very American context reading. I, it's a, it's a compilation book on African-American um, religious studies. And I can't remember the text name, or you could also read um, Frederick Douglass's um, narrative of the life of a slave. I believe that might be the name. I think for us to understand, and this again is, well, I mean, obviously anyone can read these those that particular book, but I really do think that in order for us to engage in our current and historical um, struggles in the church, uh, we we need to understand our past so that we can continue to move forward. And um, so though that's those kind those types of books, I think would be very helpful. And if I had to choose just a second book, but, and it's probably because I just mentioned it, but I would say um, The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness by Tim Keller, which is about two minutes long, mm-hmm. is such a helpful book for serving in Jesus and, and thinking less of ourselves and thinking more of others or, I'm sorry, not thinking less of ourselves, he, he would say, but thinking less about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not, yeah, it's not that we're thinking less of ourselves. That's not the goal. It's that we're thinking less about ourselves, and it's that is, it's so helpful. So, and then I think, and I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not obeying your um, no, request. Please, <laughs> Future Grace um, by John Piper. A lot of people think of Piper and they think Desiring God, and maybe that's a great book. But I think Future Grace is such a helpful book. His chapter on despondency in particular, was so helpful for me when I struggled through um, miscarriages. I've had four. And um, just understanding about Jesus's sorrows and a man of sorrows and his weeping was really helpful. There, I There's probably a hundred other books that I'm not thinking of, which is 
because I can't think of just two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I love the exercise and, and just, it, it, it helps us to get more books on our shelves. Uh, Josh and I personally, yeah. cause we, we like to, to read and, and hear what other people are reading. I'm going to resist asking you like which entrepreneurial books you're reading right now, because I'm, I'm, my bookshelves are also full of those. And so <laughs> that could be a whole other conversation. Um, but I'll be sensitive to your time right now. Trillia, thank you so much for uh, being with us today. I know you're a very busy woman, and, and so uh, we thank you for the time that you've given us. Where can people go to find out more about you? You, you mentioned your blog already. Go ahead and uh, tell us that again and uh, where people can go check out your books. Sure. You can go to trillianewbell.com. So if you can spell my name, you can find me almost anywhere, but it's really weird name, Trillia, T-R-I-L-L-I-A, and then Newbell, N-E-W-B-E-L-L.com. All right. And we will have links to everything mentioned here in the show notes as well. So you can go over there and uh, click the links and head over to trillianewbell.com or pick up a copy of Sacred Endurance or one of the other books. I'm really interested in getting your children's book that you mentioned uh, because I have three young children. And so I um, now my, my oldest daughter is six years old. And so really starting to get interested in, in the gospel and starting to get to that age where she can start understanding some stuff. So uh, I'm, I'm definitely interested in that. But uh, Trillia, thank you so much for being with us again today. Thank you. If you take away one thing from our conversation with Trillia, let it be this. Your whole life is about running a race of endurance as you follow Jesus in a lifestyle of discipleship. From the moment you're born, God is at work in your life to redeem you and transform you into the person he knows you are in Christ. But that doesn't happen overnight. And the path of transformation is long and hard. So be encouraged today as you run your race and remember that Jesus is beside you, urging you on as you practice sacred endurance. How can you create a lifestyle of discipleship? Most Christians think discipleship is a program or a few practices thrown in at the beginning or end of the day. But we want to help you create a lifestyle where walking with Jesus throughout the day is not only possible, but natural. And we have a tool that's going to help you do just that. It's called the Daily Growth Journal. It's a guided journal that's going to help you become secure in your identity with God and authentically walk with Him in your daily life. Growing daily in your walk with Christ is possible if you cultivate a lifestyle of discipleship. And the Daily Growth Journal will help you do just that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. To find out more about Trillia's work, check out trillianewbell.com. Then check out the next chapter in this episode, where Chris and I talk about what we've learned from this conversation. If you want to stay up to date on everything happening at Daily Growth Discipleship, go to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Spotify.